0: Welcome to Season 2 of Trying Our Best, a Mother-Daughter Good Place
1: podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Ayla. And this is Season 2, Episode 7 of The Good Place. We're going to be diving into this episode, and we thank you for returning after our little mid-season break. In this episode, we are confronted with the Derek problem. Janet has made Derek as a rebound because... Eleanor suggested that that was how she get over her past with Jason.
1: But one problem with Derek is that he's um a little bit off. And if Vicky finds him somewhere, she's she might be a little bit suspicious. So they basically know that they have to get rid of
0: Derek if they're going to be able to pull off the scheme where Michael is pretending to torture them and pretending that he rebooted them. So basically their entire fate depends on getting
1: rid of Derek in some way. In the meantime, Jason and Tahani decide that they're going to get married.
0: So this, of course, in addition to just being pretty weird, adds another layer to the problem because Janet is even more upset because she is still in love with Jason, even though she has made Derek as a rebound guy and her and Derek are fighting and everything is just looking like it's really going to blow up in their faces and that Vicky's definitely going to find out.
1: So the first thing we want to talk about is how we put our ethics lessons into practice. So they were all arguing about what to do with Derek, and Michael said that we need to kill Derek, otherwise, something really. Vicky's gonna find out, and we're, we're all gonna get sent, ba- sent to the bad place.
0: And obviously, killing somebody is generally ethically frowned upon, as Chidi tells us. But that's not even the only ethical question. Also, there's the ethical question of intentionally causing somebody else harm. Like, just telling Tahani and Jason about Janet and Jason being married before would make them sad when they're happy and they're having a good time together. And so there's all of these different ethical questions about... If you're doing something for your own good, but you're hurting somebody else in the process, is it okay? And for the most part, the answer is no. It's not okay to cause somebody else harm just to save yourself. It's not okay to hurt someone else just because you're afraid that you're going to get hurt. And so they really don't have very many ethical choices.
1: But we also have to consider that if Vicky finds out about Derek, then they'll all get sent to the bad place. This affects Jason and Tahani, too.
0: That's a good point. But as they're debating all of this, Cheedy is the one who keeps reminding them that they have to act ethically and that they have to put their lessons into practice, mainly because he says you're not really an ethical person until you find out what decisions you make under pressure. It's one thing to read about ethics and decide what you would do when you're just looking at it in a book, but when you're faced with the actual problem, that's when you find out how ethical you really are or aren't.
1: And then Cheedy brings up the doctrine of double effect, which... I didn't even know those were words. So the doctrine of double
0: effect is a little hard to understand, especially the way that Chidi talks about it. But basically it means that if you do something that is ethically good – and it causes a side effect that is ethically bad, but you didn't intend to cause that side effect. It was still an ethical decision. So basically, as long as you didn't go into it trying to make the side effect happen, then you were still acting ethically by doing the action that ultimately caused that.
1: So then Chidi says that technically they can tell Jason and Tahani that that Jason used that Jason and Janet got married. But they can't do it with the intention to kill Derek. Their intention can only be to protect Jason and Tahani from getting harmed in the future.
0: So this is a really interesting philosophy question, this idea about intent. So there's a a big movement, especially when, like, people— say something um, that they don't mean to be hurtful, but it is hurtful. And that we kind of say you, you have to be responsible for the harm that you've done, not the harm you intended to do. So that even if you didn't mean to, but you hurt somebody, we often say that impact is more important than intent. That the actual harm that you caused matters more than whether or not you meant to do it. And I generally think that that's true. If we've done harm, even if we didn't mean to, we should do our best to fix it. But I also think that intent matters some, and I do think that this gives us a good example of why, because we're talking about, as we're going through our ethical decisions, kind of what we're thinking about as we make those choices matters when it comes to whether or not we were acting ethically. What do you think, Ayla? All right, so I have an example. Let's say that you are wildly swinging around something in the air, and you're not really paying attention, and you whack your little brother in the face and break his nose, and he's bleeding everywhere. What do you think? You didn't intend to harm him. So what do you think there? Are you still responsible for
1: the impact? You're still responsible, but it's not necessarily your fault. So next time, maybe you should just be a little more careful and watch where you're going.
0: I think it's really smart that you said next time and that you should learn from the impact of your actions, even if you didn't intend to do something wrong the first time. And that's where I think that that a lot of people saying impact is more important than intention, that's where I think they're coming from. Because really what they're saying is, at this point, you should know better and you should learn from your past. You should, you should reflect back on, the lessons that everybody has been trying to teach you and use them. And if you aren't, then at some point, you're just kind of using your intention as an excuse and you're you're not really taking responsibility for your impact. And so I do think that intention matters. I do think that it matters that we're trying to do good things. I mean, our entire podcast is called Trying Our Best, right? And I do think that trying is about intention. But at some point, if your intended acts have been hitting wrong, and you've been causing harm without meaning to, at some point, not stopping and going, oh, this isn't working. I need to do something different because I'm hurting people when I don't mean to be hurting people. That does become your responsibility. And that does become kind of a default intention. If you're not learning from your mistakes, then you're really making a choice not to.
1: Something else that happens in this episode is that Eleanor has been keeping a secret from Chidi. Remember that trip to Mindy St. Clair's and that video of Eleanor and Chidi saying they love each other? Well, Eleanor has been watching it over
0: and over again, but she hasn't even told Chidi that it exists.
1: But Chidi told Eleanor that it's fine to keep a secret As long as that secret isn't harming anyone.
0: Still, Eleanor isn't sure what she should do. And she finally tells Chidi, I'm keeping a secret from you and I don't know if I should keep it from you or not. I don't know if it's ethical. Not knowing isn't hurting you and knowing might hurt you. So I probably shouldn't tell you. And Chidi gets so freaked out. He's like, you just have to tell me now. I'm going to lose my mind. So Eleanor ultimately does decide to stop keeping her secret and to tell Chidi. And that brings us to
1: our question of the day. Is it okay to keep a secret? Pause the podcast, think about it, talk about it, write about it, and then come back. So what do you think, Ayla? Is it okay to keep a secret? I think it depends on the secret that you're keeping. I mean, Eleanor was keeping a secret that affected both of them, so maybe she should have told Chidi sooner.
0: So I know that some people think that secrets and lies are kind of the same thing, but I am not one of them. I am very, very, very against lying. But I think that often keeping a secret can be a pretty ethical act, especially if the secret that you're keeping is somebody else's business. And I don't think that it's okay to just go telling everything you know to everyone you know because you could be hurting somebody else by doing it. So I really don't think it's the same to say that keeping a secret is a kind of lying.
1: And this reminds me of Cheedy and his friend's boots. Cheedy, lied to his friend and said that he liked his boots when he didn't. And he could have just kept it a secret that he didn't like his boots because it would have been a secret that wasn't harming him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that things like that are an excellent example. If I don't like your haircut, I don't need to tell you. That's just mean, right? Like it's something that I should keep secret from you because telling you will only cause you harm. And so I just – I don't think that um, we should worry about keeping secrets that aren't hurting anybody. But there are definitely secrets that can be unethical, right? There are secrets that we could be keeping from someone where we're getting somebody else hurt or we could be putting ourselves in danger by not telling the secret to someone, especially if something bad is happening and we're keeping it a secret from, like, if you're a kid and you're keeping it a secret from adults, that can definitely be unethical.
1: And the last thing you want to talk about today is whether being ethical is hard. They finally solve the Janet Derek
0: problem by confronting it head on and being completely honest about it. And Eleanor tells Janet, I gave you bad advice. I thought that you just had a little crush on Jason. I didn't understand that you are really heartbroken. And the only way to feel better when you're that upset is just time and talking to people. And I'm always here to talk to you. So by being a good friend, she gave Janet the room to not need Derek, And Derek ultimately got put into a... Um, what do they call it, a suspension state? Or a,
1: um, basically, he's just in waiting. But Janet isn't the only one that Eleanor helps. At the end of this episode, Michael comes in and asks Eleanor for help and says that ethics is just really hard. And then Eleanor says, why are you coming to me? I'm not that good at this whole ethics thing. And... Then Michael said, that's why I came to you and not cheaty And that makes me think that Michael is really feeling human emotions because he's scared to talk to Cheaty because he doesn't want to talk to someone who's superior than him. So what do we think about
0: Michael's claim that maybe it's not worth it to try to be ethical? It's too hard. There's too many decisions. You get in situations where you feel like you can't get it right. Is it worth it
1: to try to make all that effort? So it... It really just depends on the kind of person you want to be. I mean, you could spend your life being like Eleanor, a trash bag who just didn't want to do anything for anyone but herself. Or you could try to be a good person and do things for others instead. It's, it really just depends on how much you care.
0: And as Eleanor says, even though it seemed like she was doing whatever she wanted on earth, she always had a little voice in her head that was nagging her, telling her she was doing the wrong thing, telling her that she wasn't making the right choices. And she says that the one good thing about all of Chidi's ethics lessons and all of the effort she's been making since she's gotten into the, well, now we know it was the bad place, but what she thought was the good place was that it made that little voice go away, that she felt good about herself. She felt satisfied with the choices she was making for probably the first time ever.
1: This little voice in Eleanor's head is called a conscience, and everyone has it, even though, even though some of you might not know it. So things seem like they're going pretty well. Eleanor gives Michael a pep
0: talk; he's feeling happy and very humany, as she called him. And then he goes into his office,
1: and what does he find? A demon named Sean.
0: That's where the episode ends, and it certainly looks like Sean has found out that Michael did not reboot the humans and that he is not on his second attempt. And we are going to tune back in next week to see what happens next.